Oakland A's billionaire refuses to pay minor leaguers during the pandemic. What's up, everybody? Uh, What's up? Luis, Luis I, you know, I, I today I was thinking about how we start the show, and I thought to myself, I ask you every single day, how are you doing, man? And it's like, we don't have to ask each other that every single day. You know what I mean? Like, we, already, we already had that conversation when I, when I called you and... Yeah, about five minutes before we actually start recording, we kind of get to, we get all the small talk out of the way. We waste time, man. We waste time fillers. We so waste time with unnecessary right, conversation. So it's, it's disingenuous and I'm sick of You don't of really shit, care. Man. You don't really care how I'm doing <laughs> okay. as we're recording. We get Make, that stuff out of the way before we start recording. I agree. Make me the bad guy. Um, I do care, Luis, to the point that not only have I not called you by that other name yet today... I've called you by your birth name twice. Not once. Thanks, thanks, thank you, thank twice. you. Um, should we just jump right into it, man? Let's jump right into it. All right. So, yesterday we had intended to talk about the A's and the cuts that they're making because they announced that they're they're going to they're going to undergo some furloughs. Some people are going to, you know, have to go on break until the MLB season finally starts or until the stadium officially opens. But then we found out that minor league players, according to Jeff Passan, um, were not going to continue to get paid. And currently, the going rate for a minor, minor league player during during the, the COVID outbreak is $400 per week. That's according to Jeff Passan, as you can see on the tweet there. Jeff Passan also reported that there's about 200 minor league players in the Oakland A's system. So in all, that comes to about a million dollars for the Oakland A's. Their owner, John Fisher, is worth $2 billion. So this is, this comes to be, this comes out to about 0.5% of that person's net worth. Now, I get it. You're not making any money off of baseball right now. So that million is a loss, a straight up loss. But eventually, when baseball returns, because it will return, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stand for this bullshit doesn't return, I'm going to knock on Manfred's office and say, listen, you fucking gap-toothed motherfucker, start mm-hmm. the season already. Um, and they're going to get their money back, just, be- just because of me. I'm going to be the savior here. Anyway, I'm talking shit now. Later, Robert Murray of The Score reported, he got a text from a minor leaguer, and he put it out there on Twitter. That minor leaguer said, you aren't free to seek our other employment in your profession, suspend the benefits, but enforce the duties how is that shit allowed in the United States? And this touches to something that you and I have talked about in the past, CT. It touches on how minor leaguers are kind of, for lack of a better term, I shouldn't even use this term. I'm going to use it because I can't think of another one. Slaves to their system. They're, they're yeah. stuck there. They can't go anywhere else. They could they could give up their their dreams of becoming a major league player, and hopefully some other team will, will draft them in the June amateur draft next season. But... If they're drafted by a team and they decide to to stick with that team, they're stuck there until they've put in enough service time to test free agency and get signed by another organization. And we're seeing players at the age of 25, 26 finally break it into the bigs. By the time they get their their six, seven years of service in, they're in their they're in their thirties, mid thirties, and that's when they can start making that big money. Um, I think that this is going to carry into the CBA negotiations, and I think that. Uh, the players and and the league are going to have to agree to 
allow minor league players to to test the market sooner than than where what they currently are. I don't know what your take on that is. No, nah, I, def- <laughs> I definitely agree that uh, the the rules for minor league players should should change. Uh, they should get loosened up a little bit so these guys can go and pursue more financial stability. Uh, but I also have to be fair, Manny, you know, because sometimes as much as I want to rage and, and stick with the players, I got to go back to that tweet, Jeff Passan, and, and the tweet reads exactly like this, just some rough math. So already he's telling you that I'm just estimating shit here at, at this point. Uh, say there are 200 players in a minor league system, which you said there are in the uh, Oakland A's, uh, paying $400 a week for July and August for July. I think he has a typo here. I think he meant June, July, and August. Whatever. It comes out to a million dollars for that time span. Um, and it says the owner is worth an estimated $2 billion. So first of all, that's the whole net worth argument that people always have. You know, I can if I buy a house today worth $400,000, $400,000 goes towards my net worth, but I can't just liquidate that cash. Right. You know, so in my brain, the way I look at it is, is that this billionaire has the money that he spends on himself. But for the most part, every billionaire, every smart billionaire in America has their money tied up in in, in the stock market, maybe in real estate, stuff that you can't just liquidate immediately to pay to compensate someone i'm not saying it's fair I'm, for all i know this guy is sitting on a billion dollars and not doing anything with it and he could and he could play pay these players but again i i just i can't envision i can't keep envisioning a world where billionaires are trying to do the most that they can do to make themselves look like the biggest pieces of shit in the world so i don't think they much- care because they have a billion dollars they don't give a shit I mean, they yeah, they, but, they yeah, already they, to, they already do everything in their in their power to make themselves look like pieces of shit. They don't give why? a fuck. Why would Be- why is why is a billionaire a piece of shit? Because you have also, someone. You have also, some, I doubt I doubt you, that I doubt that a billionaire doesn't want to upkeep a certain status because they ha- they like to keep making money. So I I, I agree that it's fucked up that a, the, a guy the problem worth is two billion dollars did you know, did you know that dollars, but did you know that John Fisher owned. The Oakland A's prior to this, I didn't. I don't do you know. Do you know who John Fisher is? I don't. No, I... That's the problem. Is is that they can hide behind their money, put out lobbyists out there to to force government to make decisions that benefits them, but us down here. And this isn't even the conversation we're trying to have. So I'm sorry about that. We don't have that kind of power. The only power we have is the vote. And and in, in a lot of ta- a lot of times. And pe- people can attest to this. Your vote kind of feels like it doesn't even matter sometimes. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but I'm- so I, I just can't feel bad for someone like this. And and we're talking for for uh for a billionaire to not be able to afford four hundred dollars a week for a minor league player. I just yeah, two, I don't know. It's two hundred. It's two hundred minor league players. I'm not feeling bad for the billionaire. If any, I feel bad for the players. I feel minor bad for league, the players too. My exactly. I feel yeah. bad for the players, just like you do. We've spoken it. We've spoken about it on this show before, countless times. That minor league baseball players are struggling to 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 keep up with with the with what they're being asked to do as a minor leaguer. But like I said before, 
if I had a million dollars in stocks, I can't just liquidate that and get a million dollars. I'm going to get taxed on that money. There are certain vehicles that millionaires and billionaires put their money in so that in the long term, they're going to get a huge payout, but they're still getting taxed on it. There's, if they were to pull their money out of their investments, it's not as just easy as going to the bank and sticking a debit card. Not making excuses for this guy. <laughs> He's worth $2 billion. He, but can, I go to the, he can go to the Cayman there. Islands and, and take his money out of those hidden accounts, which I'm and sure it, he has. Yeah, every every billionaire is just an evil piece of shit. Doctor Evil in a layer. <laughs> no, not not every rub, not rubbing, every billionaire rubbing his, rubbing his junk to the, to the poverty <laughs> line and all this shit. Yeah, I get it. I agree. Billionaires, fuck billionaires. But... Not every billionaire, man. I I one day want to be a billionaire too. Like I I would love to be a billionaire. I don't that would think, be amazing. I don't think you'd want to be a billionaire. I don't. I think the thought that someone out there is gonna <laughs> is gonna think of you as a as a greedy human being. Which uh -oh. I don't think all billionaires are, but again, like they're I, not. I, I mean, there, there's plenty of of billionaires out there that aren't that aren't greedy pieces of shit. But I feel like you kind of have to be a greedy piece of shit to be a billionaire. You have. You, to it have... doesn't happen. You don't. You don't. You don't become all a billionaire right. by being by by Let me doing well by the community or or through goodwill. It's through it's through blood, sweat, and tears, and through screwing some people over. Let's be real here, man. Let me ask you something. Who deserves? Who deserves? Uh, better a uh, more of an equal payout minor league baseball players or the workers that work the stadium let's say this billionaire said guys like yeah people that work here in the stadium i decided to give my or better yet let's say this billionaire owns the oakland a's also owns uh, a hospital or something and i'm not making this guy to be a good guy but let's say he took his money out the money that he could salvage he's putting it towards other things even if yeah. it's for his own benefit at the end of the day like it's the same thing we said yesterday we got to stop getting in the business of what these players make they signed the contract they're going to make yeah. that money whatever i feel like the same has to go for these billionaires as much as i hate that they get to get away with shit like this for all we know <laughs> like it's 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 the necessity that he needs to do to keep himself afloat. At the end of the day, it's about the individual to me. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm not sticking up for this guy. I'm wearing I that Oakland A's yellow too to to really. You yeah, you know, see that Oakland A's. You see that Oakland A's hat behind me. <laughs> no, I I understand what you're trying to say. And as a businessman, you have to make the decisions you need to make to keep your company afloat. We we heard that the Oakland A's didn't make the rent payment. I think last month or something. They're furloughing their employees, so their employees aren't getting paid. Um, I I don't know. There's just something, and and uh, there's also a pattern here. It's all lo uh, small market teams that are gonna have to furlough some of their employees. The the Rays are gonna do it. The Reds are gonna do it. There's a lot of or, you know smaller market organizations that are in the middle. Of that. I get it. I totally get it. Um, I just I can't get into people's pockets. I just I can't I can't trust what i see when this john fisher or any other billionaire out there that can hide behind all their cash you know can hide behind all their cash like it's we like know what we know what players make but you know like oh right, we're well, going we, we're, but we just estimated that this guy's worth two billion nobody an can seriously an estimate that's an estimate that's just by seeing what his company is how much that's worth maybe what his assets are how much that's worth we don't really know a he better, could be a, he could be he could be worth more than two billion for all he could be worth less a better estimate would be a better number would be liquid cash what's what's the amount of liquid cash that this guy can shell out 
on a week to week basis because he can't just keep liquid cash. He just can't he can't just keep those million dollars laying under a bed somewhere. You can't there's no bank. I don't know that we know of that just holds a million dollars for you. It's like, cool. All right. Come back later. Yeah. When you ever want to pull this money this. out, as, as, you know, I don't know, man. I don't think yeah. it's as simple as ah, look at this, look at this greedy piece of shit guy over but here. I, I don't want to. I don't want a million dollars in his bank account. I don't want to make him simple. out to be a piece of shit either. I mean, I I don't know John Fisher, but what I'm saying is, it, it something. It just it doesn't look good it, the, for the same reason that it didn't look good for for uh, Blake Snell to piss and moan about him getting his. Which I'm I'm on board with with what he's with what Blake Snell said. It just doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't look good to people. It's not gonna fall. It's people aren't gonna take it well, and I I don't know. Maybe John Fisher should go come out there and say, "Listen, I am an owner. I can I can speak for what's happening with my business, and we're taking really big cuts, and I don't want to see these people lose their jobs or not get paid, but." This is what we have to do to keep the Oakland A's organization afloat. But there's no indication that the that the Oakland A's are in danger of 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 tanking at any point soon or going bankrupt or anything like that. So until then, I'm gonna have to op- operate under the assumption that he's, he's being just, greedy. He's not just being not not being greedy, but that that these are steps that he doesn't have to take yet. But I can't say that for a fact. You're right. You're absolutely right. No, I mean, yeah, we can't say that for a fact. The only point I was trying to make is that, yes, he can afford probably to pay these guys a million dollars. It would require him to liquidate some cash. But even if he liquidated this cash, nobody is walking around with a million dollars of accessible cash. Like nobody has that in a debit card just to go out. Any smart person would have that in credit maybe or have that in like a – in yeah, bonds yeah. or you know like property it's not as easy as just like this guy's gonna go to the store and or the bank and like you know use that debit card to transfer money into a 200 bank accounts yeah. i don't know it's i'm i just operate that under the assumption that it's not as it's not just black and white i still Nothing side is, with the man. players because i feel bad for the players at the end of the day just saying it ain't black and white and i feel bad for the stadium employees too I, I'm I'm using the players because I was first I was surprised to see that that these minor leaguers are only making four hundred dollars a week, um, and that they're stuck. They're stuck here. If they want to pursue their dreams, they have to either decide I'm going to continue getting my four hundred dollars a week or walk away from this and and lose my chance at hopefully reaching my dreams. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's unfortunate, but and um, what we do know is the the massive deals that major league baseball has struck in the past and how they've made out like bandits and yes you have players like like garrett cole and mike trout and guys like that 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 struck 350 million dollar deals or 300 million dollar deals but like i said yesterday guys like that are in the vast minority like the, the the vast majority of players aren't those two guys or those three guys um, the vast majority of baseball players are these guys in the minor league system struggling, essentially. Yep. Um, and when I see the history of baseball, the billions of dollars being being thrown at the game, even though even though statistically the ratings aren't that great anymore, it's it's almost the, the third sport in in America. It is. Um, Let's just be free. Let's be real. It's the number one sport in our hearts. 
In our hearts, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's number three, if not four, if we count soccer. In America. I don't think it's four. I don't think it's behind soccer. I don't think it's behind the NBA yet either. So just it relax. Is be, it has to be behind the NBA. Stop. Hey. Nothing cooler than the NBA. That's true. That's a good point. So that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I just I, I have a sour teeth in my, uh, teeth, taste in my mouth over these kinds of things. And I don't know, man. I see you what you're what? saying, though. I see your point. I, I want I want us to just uh, be on the same page when I tell <laughs> you that I do feel bad for the baseball players because I'm always going to feel bad. I know you do. I know you do. For for the I'm always going to feel bad for the majority of people that are getting effed in the A because of Ooh. this. Right. Good job. Not cursing. But, man. but ever since I, you know, I, you hit a certain point in your life where you start thinking of things in like in business terms and in money terms. And it's just, I've learned that it's not as black and white when it comes to liquid cash, cash that I can literally right now stick my debit card into an ATM machine and pull money out of like, I got you, man. We understand. So, so, uh, got you heard it here, guys. CT is for the billionaires. Um, he sides with the point, the tenth of one percent of America out there, while some people suffer and 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 uh, they can't eat because they can't afford a meal. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I agree with. I understand what you're saying. I see your point. You're not evil. I'll let you have. I'll let you have the last word, Manny. Go ahead. <laughs> you're right. Let's move on we, because we said we were gonna. To we said we were gonna keep this to ten minutes. We're already up to seventeen minutes, CT. <laughs> And we haven't even got into the next highlight or headline, which is Trevor Bauer, ladies and gentlemen, uh, took a shot at the one and only Scott Boris. I don't know, CT, if you want to tell us about this story a little more. I feel like I'm talking too much today. Uh, let's see here. I wasn't expecting to read this out, but Trevor Bauer <laughs> here, if I could just uh, <laughs> basically, <laughs> I had it a moment ago. I got you. Hearing a lot of rumors, quote, about a certain player agent meddling in MLBPA affairs. If true, and at this point, these are only rumors, I have one thing to say. Scott Boris, rep your clients however you want to, but keep your damn personal agenda out of the union, out of the union business. I'm so confused. Isn't Scott Boris getting paid on the same side as the players getting paid? He doesn't get paid if these players don't get paid, so why wouldn't Scott Boris try to help out especially the guy has struck every major deal in baseball history yeah why wouldn't you want this guy helping you out i don't i don't know if it's because maybe he's going you know around the players with his own shit you know what i'm saying trying to get his and trevor bauer isn't represented by scott boris he's represented by rachel luba i don't know if you follow her on instagram or twitter or anything um and she, no. you know, she's a smaller agent. She's, you know, she's very pro player. So is Scott Boris. Scott Boris wants to make money, and the way he makes money is if players make a lot of money. So Seriously. I don't know. I, I'm guessing that he's Scott Boris is not not if standing be- alongside the MLBPA and kind of going around them to to negotiate or whatever. You know, for once, for once in my life, I want Scott Boris to make a statement based off what Trevor Bauer said because if Trevor Bauer has a sports agent. He's in the same pool as Scott Boris because Scott Boris is not going to get paid until a player gets paid. He's not holding a gun to a player's head and say, give me give me more than what we agreed for on this contract because I'm greedy. I want to be a greedy billionaire and sell my money. 
So I doubt that Scott Boris is doing anything. Maybe he's maybe he's doing things that aren't like by the book. Maybe he's doing things that are kind of dirty, putting the pressure on the owners. And Scott and Trevor Bauer doesn't like that. But to me, Scott Boris wanting to get paid and Trevor Bauer wanting players to get paid is the same team to me. So I, I really don't understand where Trevor Bauer was coming from. It'd be nice to get some more insight. Instead yeah, that's of just what I'm saying, tra- instead of just saying like, "Hey, like guy over there, sports agent, you better keep your hands off the player union. You better stay yeah. in your lane." It's like, and we, why don't you we just heard, tell us what you heard? Like, yeah, and we heard yesterday that that Blake Snell fired his agent and moved over to Scott Boris. So I don't know. And then uh, earlier today, according to this article, this is on thespun.com. It says that earlier today, Boris released a statement on his stance on the situation between the players. And the and the league and the the quote that they put out is that working together to manage the public health health issue has brought great solidarity among the players. Boris said, "There are a strong united front and resolute in their support of the MLBPA." I don't know. It seems like nothing offensive there to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, man, it would just be it would just be so refreshing for these guys with all this information just to let us have some of the information. Right? Let us <laughs> let us stop trying to make sense of all this shit. We don't know what the uh, hell is going on. I don't know what the fuck this is all about. Bauer through shade. One 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 would assume one would have to assume that Boris wants his clients to receive full full pay this season after oh, so maybe that's what Bauer's problem is, that Boris doesn't want to budge. Whereas guys like Bauer, I'm guessing, is probably saying, Okay, like fine, let's give let's give in a little bit. Let's let's start playing. But Keep in mind, guys, Trevor Bauer is a free agent at the end of this season. So he has something to gain from playing this season. He he can prove himself, try to get a big contract next year. Scott Boris wants his money now. Maybe that's what it is. Same thing I said about the the billionaire before. Um I don't I it doesn't it doesn't compute in my brain that Scott Boris would do something that isn't in the player's best interest. So like you said, Trevor Bauer isn't represented by Scott Boris, and he's mm-hmm. a free agent next season. So he's not in the same boat. Nobody's in the same boat, I think, in them. I think there's enough MLB players that not all of them are living living through the same type of struggle right now. And I think that Scott, Scott Boris's clients, he's doing things in their best interest. So I don't really see how what 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 the point was of that tweet. I wish I knew more about it, is what I'm saying. Me too. I don't think Scott Boris is in the business of making himself look bad in the eyes of the players, especially since he his whole bread and butter is to get players' money. I agree with you, Lewis. I think I called you CT before. You did, but I'm so, fine. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Um, all right. Let's move on from this. Uh, yesterday, we found out about an incident that occurred in Minnesota where another black man was the victim of police brutality and ended up losing his life um and at this point it's getting to the point where this is becoming too too normal for us um and i listen to this podcast every day instead of the daily which we make fun of a lot i'm michael babaro mm-hmm. um where uh, a woman on the show her name is akila hughes uh she spoke for about five minutes about the incident she made a lot of good points and it got me thinking like like yeah we got to talk about this and also talking to the mr pinkle last week it felt refreshing to have a conversation and i I don't think i want to sit here and like just 
rehash the facts all over again and and you and i i think are on the same position with this so there's really no point to in debating all of this but it's just i'm kind of sick of this already like in in watching what happened i felt like helpless and you and i talked about yesterday how this this kind of makes makes us one makes us want to like it has made me wonder in the past. Maybe I should have been a cop, or maybe I should have been a lawyer, or something. Like, maybe I could have, you know, done better for the community. But that's, in a way, that's also insulting a lot of police officers and lawyers out there that are doing right by the community. This, these four guys that murdered this man—let's call it by what it is—they murdered him. Um, can't represent the entire police force, but at the same time, we need to start hearing from the police. Um, we hear from them in private. But I don't hear from them in public, the police commissioners, the, you know, people in the department finally say, man, we don't stand for this shit. These guys don't represent us, man. They're the fucking murderers. They should be in jail, you know, but I don't hear that enough. And I'm sick of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm tired of this. Like, people are tired of this already. Like, when is this going to end? Um, I don't know. You, s- yep. Say your thoughts and then I'm going to go through some tweets and kind of relate that to how we're feeling right now. Yeah, I just want to say, like, the the George Floyd incident really ruined my day yesterday. Like, I didn't want to record. I kind of didn't want to record. Even today, it's kind of leaking into, like, my whole week, kind of. Like, um, I I don't think I'll ever watch that video again. I think it was too graphic for me to sit there. I'm I'm upset that I even sat through the whole thing. Like, I I don't know why I did. Uh, But I, I want to say that I think that people do try and stand up and and say things i think cops will stand up and say things but i don't think that's the type of messages that get to mainstream media you you you'll only really hear about celebrities mourning the death of of george floyd which is which is completely fine obviously we're going to read through some tweets in in a minute but i because because i do believe that there's a lot of good cops out there i know there's cops trying to voice their opinion, trying to stick up for what's right. And just because it doesn't make it to us, I don't I don't think that's not that's not I don't think it's not not happening. I don't even know if I said that right. I'm sorry. This is a very sensitive subject. Um I just think it's a really messed up situation. And uh my thoughts and prayers go out to the to George Floyd's family family and Look ahead to better days, I guess. No, nothing else I can say. And for people who who are condemning this rightfully, but are trying to incite acts of violence or whatever, I saw today um, a whole bunch of tweets from well-known people with a lot of followers putting out the face of the wrong guy, this guy who had a MAGA hat on, and... They're saying that he was the police officer and he wasn't. He looks like him. He resembles him, but he's not him. He's not the right guy. So if you see a picture of a man in a MAGA hat, he's holding like a Blackberry or something or Blueberry something. Um, that's not the right guy. That's been that's been thwarted already. Fact checked. That's not real. You're giving ammo to the people who want to defend this shit and are going to go out there and say, you racial justice warriors, you social justice warriors, you guys are just making a fake news or whatever you're, you're giving them ammo don't give them ammo by doing shit like that like the way that we combat this and i don't mean to sound like a preacher right now 
is to just keep raising awareness and keep doing what you're doing. Keep going out on the streets and protesting. I understand why there are some some riots, many riots happening in places like Chicago and Minnesota. People are fed up with this shit. But the only way this is gonna this is gonna end is if we if we continue calling it out and and start asking for better from from society man because the problem is that this is this is a problem of society like this is how we treat a certain sect of the population and that's not going to change until until we start treating that that certain sect of the population like we treat everybody else and unfortunately that doesn't happen we don't treat those people like everybody else um this you know th- footage came out and like an idiot today i watched it of what happened prior and and the guy wasn't even resisting he wasn't even resisting arrest like and you're kneeling on his fucking neck for six minutes he's saying he can't breathe and people are pleading for his life it's fucking sick of this shit man um i feel like i'm talking in circles here but anyway that was a cool picture i just wanted to put that out there um so some tweets that came out today uh and yesterday lebron james tweeted uh do you understand now this is why we kneel and this is something that we talked about in the Pinko Files last week. Colin Kaepernick wasn't kneeling to disrespect the flag or disrespect our veterans. It's because of exactly what happened to this man. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, I feel for George Floyd. He should be alive. I don't want pity. I want change. Odell Beckham, world, world's honestly sickening. It really is. No explanation. Steve Kerr, this is murder. Disgusting. Seriously, what the hell is wrong with us? Uh, John Bon Jones, I found this one to be interesting. Uh, John Bones Jones, UFC fighter. He said, I wouldn't wish the way George Floyd was murdered on my worst enemy. That officer applied just enough pressure to keep him alive for almost six minutes in that chokehold. In all my years of fighting, I can honestly honestly say I've never experienced anything close to that level of torture. That one struck me because this guy's a UFC fighter. Like, this is what they do. Um, And for him to say that he's, he's never experienced this... Kind of speaks volumes to me. Donovan Mitchell, sickening. I have no words, man. Uh, Steven Jackson, who apparently is close, was close to this man. They called each other twin. He shared a picture of himself and George Floyd posted a picture of himself and and claimed how he moved to Minnesota to start this job at a, as a truck driver. And he was really excited to start a new phase in his life and all this stuff. And he, how he's disappointed that that just as he was getting himself on the right foot, this happens to him. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, I think of the Cowboys. Yeah. You would probably know. Yeah. Uh, done being quiet and, and done being angry. You heard about this, you said? No, and the Broncos. I was gonna oh, say. and the Broncos. How can we feel safe when those meant to protect us are killing us? When will minorities be free to be Americans in America? And Lisa Leslie also posted the picture of Colin Kaepernick. I, I cut that out. But it says, if anybody that follows me is not outraged about these senseless uh, attacks on black men, please stop following me. If your spirit is not disturbed, please stop following me. This inflicted pain. Uh, this inflicted pain, but it will never inflict fear. This inflicted pain, but it will never inflict fear. Sorry, we're not made like that. Hashtag black men matter. And I wanted to, to put these tweets out there just to... Show you how the sports world is is responding. Rocco Baldelli tweeted recently, uh, a couple like a couple hours ago, saying how you know same thing. We have to stop this, and it's murder. Um, and uh, just to also illustrate how 
across the board, everybody's kind of just sick of this shit now. Like everybody's helpless and angry. Those are the two things that that stand out about this, and that's a bad feeling to have. And and you're you're. This is also inciting more distrust of the police department, and that's going to make police officers' jobs, good police officers' jobs, a lot harder to do. Um, and that sucks. So I'm urging to my brothers and sisters out there in the police force. We have family members in there. Don't get yourself in. Don't be Serpico. But at the same time, don't st- don't fucking enable this shit. There was a police officer there just standing around as this was happening. Say something, man. Like, it's okay to stand up. You know what I mean? Like, get off his neck. I think he's good. We got him on. He's he's in handcuffs now. I know that that's kind of like throwing your boy under the bus in the moment. But fuck, man, it would have saved that guy's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. shit. Stand up. Like, please. This shit has to end already. I, I don't want to see any more of these videos. That's another thing that that woman, Akila Hughes, pointed out. This shit gets shared freely on social media. We see black people dying on social media way too easily. You don't see a fucking person getting beheaded and it gets fucking viral. That shit gets taken down immediately. I, and I'm not saying I want to see that. I don't want to see it. Um, but this is the only way that we get to know about this shit. If not, it would just keep happening under the surface. I'm done talking. I'm sorry, man. I feel like I'm babbling here. This shit nah. just really struck a nerve with me. And uh Yeah. Yeah, no, I really, I really have nothing else to add. I think you covered it all. Uh, very sensitive subject, and I got nothing else to add, honestly. Yeah, sorry, man. Brought this down. Nah, maybe I should, maybe I should take all these tweets down. Should we end with like a joke or something? Or, uh, uh yeah, sure, <laughs> man. Wow, well, my glasses look crooked on on this thing. I'm, I ordered some contacts, but. I'm gonna, <laughs> Deal with my crooked glasses for now. <laughs> um, some guy, I wish I could, I wish I had this prepared, but some guy went on Twitter to make a, a point against players. If you follow Nick Francona, he retweeted him, and the guy looks like a fucking clown. Like he's he's talking about how the players are so spoiled. He was wearing a Yogi Berra shirt, and he's saying Yogi Berra, you know, would be so upset to see players fighting over money yogi Berra never got a chance to test free agency and make as much money as he possibly could i'm sure that yogi Berra would be standing in line with his with his fellow players if he was here today so please stop this bullshit you know i need to find that guy's name so i could call him out on here but go ahead. i was gonna i was gonna say something but i don't want to say it no say it go say it i was just gonna say that it it, it is kind of hard to really feel bad for someone who's voluntarily choosing to pursue a dream in Major League Baseball. Nobody is holding a gun to your head, forcing no, you to yeah. stay there. You're not at the back is not against your wall like some crackhead dealers are in this country to finally come up with some money to put food on the table. You're chasing a dream, but there's a million other people in America also chasing dreams. <laughs> Just because you're in Major League Baseball and we talk about it every day doesn't put your dream above the dream of a paper mache specialist trying to make it you know so that's just me trying to be fair again i still feel super (laughs) bad for these players of course not but But real quick that that it could be a a stock boy at shop right he should like this is beyond his control like yes somebody should take care of this person like come on like so you know, this is this goes to anybody. I can't. Sim- I'm not saying I don't sympathize with billionaires and million. They're losing money too. Like I, I get it, but 
I'm fortunate enough that my wife is a is a physician. We make enough money that we can we can pay our bills. Doctors are still gainfully employed. They're still making money. They're still doing their jobs and shit, even though they're risking their lives. Um, but we're okay. I can't say the same thing. I can't say the same thing for, say, some of my ex students who, you know, they they were having trouble getting food on the table on a regular basis. Now that their parents probably don't have a job, all they got was a twelve hundred dollar check from the government, like. That's that's not right. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, you have fucking millionaires millionaires and billionaires out there. Piece of shit billionaires. Not piece of shit billionaires, but it's just like who don't pay their who don't pay their fair share in taxes and all this shit. But I'm just like the people that gave us the people that gave us Amazon, Uber, Bounty, toilet paper, houses. Fuck them, man. Fuck them. Oh yeah, let's start. Don't get me don't get me started on Amazon. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck you, Bill Gates, for giving us Microsoft Word and Windows. You piece of shit. Yeah, my man, life Windows. would be so much better. You know what? If I, I didn't have all this access to technology. I agree with you on that, man. Windows fucking sucks. Oh Just my throwing God. that out there. Listen, I I I want to say that I still side with players, but I understand where people saying that they're spoiled, and that was a different argument, by the way. The Oakland A's argument versus Nick Francona saying players are spoiled. Two different arguments. So I just wanted to be fair. That's what I am on this show. The fair guy. <laughs> and I'm just the the leftist fucking communist, you know, jerk over here. All right. At least we ended it on a happy note. I'm not communist. I'm just kidding. Um, pretty leftist, though. Pretty left. Marxist, not a leftist. Marxist. Not a Marxist. No, 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 no. I Marxist, just, I just think everybody, I just think we should... Fucking people should pay their fair share. Like, I'm paying almost 50% in taxes. So should fucking Jeff Bezos, man. That's it. I'm done. I can't talk about this anymore. Can't talk about this anymore, man. All right. Can't do this anymore. All right. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at WT The Show. That's Hova Mojo. Luis, I'm Manny Gomez at MannyGo3 on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Peace. Peace.